On this episode, Gary sits with hip-hop artist A Boogie, and they discuss his career and how to hack exposure. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be When did you know you were good? Um, For real? When I got in the booth. Like a real studio. How did that happen? I was in Florida on, on house arrest. I wasn't supposed to go outside. <laughs> I didn't have the brace on, right? Yep. You got, I had like a schedule. Uh-huh. And I, I told him I was going to the store. <laughs> and I went to the um, studio with my, uh, my producer. But I ain't kidding. I had to do that. You just, was, you just had to get it? Yeah, I never even told nobody that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and what, literally, as soon as you were done, you're like, fuck, I got this. Yeah. Every day I was panicking. I was in the studio a lot. Like, I used to tell my mom, no lie, I used to tell my mom I'm going shopping. And then after a while, I started telling her, like, no, nah, I'm going to the studio. Right. <laughs> I love that. I was just getting up out of it. I love that. Are you giving any of your music or or jamming at all with any of the Twitch stars? Who's that? What's that? So Twitch, are you guys familiar with Twitch? Twitch is a platform where people, so. Oh, the series? No, people play video games and people watch them play. So one of the most interesting places I think you can win on. So Boyd's heard this too many times, so has D-Rock, but it's just, I can't get over it. I'm a little older. Good Charlotte, the band, they got put on because they were the music when you were picking your team on Madden back in the day, 15 years ago. Nobody knew who the fuck they were, but when you were picking your team on Madden and you heard the hook over and over for five minutes, two minutes. That was definitely one of them, 2K. Right, like right? It's continued since then. I don't, I don't get to play as much anymore, so I don't know who's been put on and who's not, but I can tell you flat out, they got famous just cause. I believe one of the great moves right now for more exposure more than you're naturally gonna get with Instagram, you're gonna win. That shit's unlocked, you're gonna win. You've won and you're gonna win more. But when I hear you say, I wanna spread out and be a more impactful brand, that's not just gonna naturally come to me, I wanna go like this, not just deep, but I wanna go a little wider. If you wanna go wider, you can go through the process of Viacom, Nickelodeon, agents, CAA, WME, Netflix, you can go through the machine, you've done it, you're on a record, you know but that has so much speed to it. Mm-hmm. Or you can go directly to what you're looking to do. I think one thing that you guys should give a lot of thought to is figure out who the top 500 Twitch players are, top 1,000 Twitch players are. Figure out how many of them, I'm gonna tell you right now, seven of them fuck with you and love you. Reach out to them, same as this right now. Them playing games to some of your songs and things of that nature has a profound effect on more reach in new areas achieving the same thing that you're thinking about from a broad brand standpoint in a way where there's no friction. It's just somebody that's just like you except they know how to play FIFA, <laughs> you know, or. FIFA is a great. A Bless great you. Because 2K is more like me, for me. Mm-hmm. So FIFA is outside the box. How much do you guys think I about that? FIFA all the time. How much do you guys think about like what's naturally gonna come to you because it's just part of that culture versus how you think about somebody who loves country music or somebody who lives in Brazil. I try to think like that a lot, like outside the box, period. Like, if you think, like, like for example, like 
I'm a rapper, right? Mm -hmm. From America. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna use any other rapper. Two chains. I was with Two Chains last night. He's from America. Um, young Young Dolph from America. We all, no matter how much fans we get in America, we all kind of have the same fan base. That's right. So it's, that's exactly right. For me. So if we if we step outside the box, there's no like it's it's no like it's no it's it's a different race now. Uh huh. For me. You got more land to grab. Yeah. How do you guys think about volume music? One thing I'm spending a ton of time on is I'm fascinated by people's strategy on how much or how little music they put out. How do you guys think about that? Like, I, I, I'm i so fascinated because I, I think it's so hard to be overexposed because the world's so fragmented exactly. now. So I'm trying to push kids to like, I'm like, more, more. I'm like, you got a fucking hit in your head right now. Like, I'm more, more, more. And a lot of people get precious. They're like, especially when they get albums, like, you know, I've been doing mixtapes. I've been putting out a song on Spotify every day. Like fan base. They love when he puts out a whole body of work. And it's all about timing, too. Like you can't just like put out a whole album. It's all about how they how your reactions and timing, time and reactions. If I drop my album and I get a great reaction, if I sell 150 in a week, I might drop another album. But if it's doing bad, I want that album to keep on growing until mm -hmm. I drop my new album. I understand. Those are little things. Those. But it's, it's this, is actually, this is actually somewhere we might be able to help. When it goes bad or, or an album or a song goes bad, which for you it's never bad, but not where you want it to be. Yeah. What the fuck do you guys do to make sure, like just sitting, do you sit and wait because you have such great brand that it'll just get there or are you proactively trying to produce content around that music to get it there? Yeah, we do, but some, you see how some people do like publicity something. Yeah. We, we try to like move away from that and and more, be more yeah, because people think that's it. corny. Yeah, be more natural with it. For me, like, we look for little things to, to like. You know what I think is a big opportunity that nobody's exploiting in that vein. So I agree with you, because it looks like desperation, right? One of the things that I think you should guys should think about that I haven't said. Finally, getting some new stuff, but I've been thinking about this one. I think that's where the last two things I asked you about could combined. I think instead of doing something cheesy or trying to jab it up, this is where you can give access to your fans. Like I still think, so you got a song that you real believe in, right? And it's just not going that way. That's where I think you can use social. Just out of nowhere be like, tonight, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you two more hints. I'm just gonna perform in the middle of some, like here, like in this alleyway. <laughs> you play with your fans a little bit, people get their juices going, and then you get, you know, 3,000, 500, 6,000 people there, but you record it and you give love to your fans a little bit, spend an extra 10, 15 minutes giving a couple selfies, it's a way for you to give real love to your fans and it could lead to the piece of content that puts that song on because everybody's gonna share the fuck out of it. So something to think about. I mean, I spend a lot of time not wanting to do the cheesy move, trying to do the hard move. Yeah, I did a meet up in like Washington State Park. I was like, I had a shot of the God. I'm like, let's, you, give, you have your new book coming out? Me and you, like, let's just, let's just tweet at each other at three o'clock. Let's meet somewhere. People got going a little bit. You know, hundreds and hundreds of people showed up. Pictures, content, da da. And you know what's crazy? 600 people were like, oh my God. Like, yes, I knew I loved him. Like, he's real, he's good, he gave love. But the amplification of those 600 in their content, in your content, DRock filmed it. Like, it might be a way for you to really put a little bit of a match on something and you won twice. Instead of going cheesy, you gave love to the people that put you here in the first place 
and you gave that song another chance. So something to think about. I don't, I'm an extrovert. I want to be around people. So uh, it's, it's a tough piece of advice because I don't know how everybody rolls. You don't want maybe 600 people like clamming on you. I don't know, but that's something to think about. <laughs> or just calling people, FaceTiming them. I'm, I'm obsessed with depth versus width. I'm obsessed with that. I think people, even you said earlier, right? Like, listen, I got 2.2 million followers. Like, I'm thinking about 2.3. You can't help it. That's human behavior. But I think it's super important that, you know, those 2.2 get, you know? What are you doing on social besides Instagram? Um, Twitter a little Snapchat, I gotta, I gotta step up my game. You really should, because I was looking, because I knew we were getting together. Like, obviously, that's my whole world. I'm like, fuck, man, this guy puts in a, li-, you know, because that's honestly, that's how I think you fill the garden. First of all, let me start over. Your talent is gonna fill the garden. The time in which you fill the garden is gonna have a whole lot more to do with the shit you do on those platforms and YouTube and podcasts. Yeah. It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. It's you know. You st- back in the day, MTV put you on, BET put you on, fine, cool. That's how it happened. The source puts you on the cover, good. That's just not the world we live right. in, the fragmentation. Right. And the be- that's the best, because that means you're in control. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world, and I mean the world, if you could go and leave a rating on iTunes. Your word of mouth is my oxygen.